0: You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotron.com slash agony. The new book by Manal al-Sharif is a Daring to Drive a Saudi Woman's Awakening. Thank you for joining me, Manal.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: This book uh, is about your ability to overcome the uh, incredible rules of that were in Saudi Arabia that were not only outside imposed upon you, but were created within you by the society. Talk about growing up in a society that turned you into a jihadi.
1: A radical Muslim. So, in the book, I, when I start the book uh, about my childhood, I start from the year, which is 1979, when it all started. That's the year I was born. And that was uh, a very uh, critical time in history where the whole society was radicalized, where uh, the uprising of the jihadis in uh, the holiest place on earth for Muslims happened. And for the Saidi rulers, they were so traumatized and they did not want to provoke the ultra-conservative Muslims in the country from uprising again. They had to impose... And adopt their same ideology that was that how was how, that how I grew up in in that era
0: Your book shows you as having to overcome your own internal beliefs, and I think that's a really interesting struggle. Talk about writing about how, overcoming your beliefs your, your when you're Experiencing those beliefs, you're traveling in one direction. When you're writing, you're kind of traveling in the opposite direction. Yes. How do you reverse engineer your feelings on the pages?
1: It was difficult because, you know, each each part of my life, I was a different person. Mm -hmm. So I had to impersonate, go back to the same feelings and the same beliefs and the same thoughts on that part of my life. And it was radical change from ultra-conservative Muslim to someone who calls for women's rights and ending the male guardianship system in my society. So I had to go through my diaries. I had to, th- to go through the books I used to read at that time. I had to pull them online, from online, and mm-hmm. I found them. To put me in the same mood where I grew up, to be able to recall all these feelings growing up.
0: That's oh. so interesting. Uh, this book uh, is based uh, on... The society in Saudi Arabia, which to many of us would sound quite a bit like a dystopia. Um, women have no rights. They have to ask permission to do anything from a man. You, you found yourself employed but without a home. How did that happen?
1: So the male guardianship ship system in Saudi Arabia makes a woman a minor all her life. That means she cannot do anything in her life without the permission, a cons- the consent and permission of her assigned legal male guardian. In 2002, when I joined the company, I uh, got my first job. It was in a city different than my family city. where I had to look, I couldn't, as a Saudi woman, I couldn't, as a woman actually, in Saudi Arabia, I couldn't get a, a hotel room. By myself, because I was a woman, I couldn't rent an apartment. And the company had housing, but it wouldn't allow me for being Saudi woman. There are other women living in the compound, the company com- compound. But because of being Saudi woman, I couldn't live in that compound. So I was employed and homeless.
0: This is such <laughs> a, a, an interesting story and such an exemplary of the many roadblocks that seem to be put up in particular for women. But I think that's also the mark of a society that's uh, repressive on a larger scale, isn't it?
1: Yes, it is. So um, when you grow up in an ultra-conservative society, you first suppress yourself and oppress yourself, your feelings, your hopes, your uh, your, uh, thoughts, your freedom of thinking, and your freedom of speech. So it's this is a I think this is the worst oppression that you go through growing up in uh, in such mentality. I would say today because it's very important to differentiate between the time I grow up and today. I don't want to be sound bleak really today because of the internet and because of the social media and because of being able to watch satellite t v and and read books that is was not allowed at that time. We used to smuggle these books back home. Things are really opening up and people are opening up and you find more people advocating and speaking up and and finding their way. It's becoming less oppressive on ourselves first and less oppressive on judging other people because they're not following our same beliefs. And I think this is really, really important. More and more students studying abroad now, around 120,000 Saudi students studying abroad. Most of them are here in the U.S. That's creating a revolution. Because when they go back home, They met with the Jews. They met with the gays. They met with all the people that we were taught are enemies. Uh, We're not supposed to have people like that. They met with the Christians that we couldn't say Merry Christmas to. And they were their neighbors. They lived in their country. That's liberating. Because now you come in confrontation with your fears, with the unknown, with the things we heard of. And you're like, oh, my God, people here are Muslim. They accepted me the way I am. Now, when I go back home, how you look to the people living in your country who are non-Muslim, it is liberating what's happening now, and it's changing to the best.
0: The new book by Manal al-Sharif is Daring to Drive a Saudi Woman's Awakening. Thank you for joining me, Manal.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotron.com agony.